Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode or a bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down new hip-hop albums track by track and give you the thoughts and opinions that come out of whatever you know we think of as we listen to each song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I will be uh, the one with you tonight. Sometimes my boy Chris joins me. He'll be with me tomorrow as we do the next review. But I was very excited as I listened to this Suicide Boys and Travis Barker project, Live Fast, Die Whenever. I heard it, and honestly, I just felt like I, I couldn't even wait. I had to get this review done as fast as possible. Plus, it's a short album, and it's freaking rare I can do this like on a Friday, the day it comes out. So, on that note, I'm going to do the intro bit, and you can check the description of this video to see when I skip that. But I wanted to let y'all know that I'm not necessarily a professional at this by any means, and I'm very aware of that. And uh, often I am talking about artists and acts that I don't know a lot about. So if I say something silly or I'm a little bit off about something or you feel you want to contribute or, you know, just teach me anything because you can tell that there's something you want to add to this review, knowing that everybody who comes to this video is going to read the comments, then feel free to do so. I'll answer you in the comment section. I answer everybody who comments and I really appreciate it all. So to show you how sincere I am, I always like to read my favorite comment of some video or another. There's for the bonus episode. It's whatever video. In this case, it's on our Bone Thugs East 99 video, and this is from Cesar Lozano. Wow, good thing I was 10 years old when I heard and saw the thuggish, ruggish bone. Sorry, but the guy on the far right, that's me, uh, that's doing uh, most of the talking, that's me, really don't know anything about bone. That was true, because East 99 went platinum as a single, and the video was number one for a few months straight requested on the box. A lot of people my age love this song, me, it's good lyrics, uh, but you're right, the chorus and beat don't do right for all bones uh, being in the song, and the lyrics they spit when you have the five bones and a single, you have to come correct on every angle. In my opinion, the video did justice because it was futuristic toward the dark side, but again, the chorus and beat fell short. So if I understand correctly, I'm just going to paraphrase this. I am a little bit talking out of my ass for parts of it, but my opinion on the song was maybe a little more apt from like the musicality of it, but my knowledge of the bone was ignorant. And that is kind of what this... I thought it was a great comment because it made fun of me and it was very recent. And uh, also because it just kind of shows that like as much as I'm a, I'm a bit silly, I do take this super seriously and I really care a lot about great music. Um... On that note, we're going to get into it in a quick minute. Before we do, special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane, Lindell Williams, and Jonathan Barnes. Touch on that at the end of the video. And now, I'm going to get into this little Suicide Boys and Travis Barker, Live Fast, Die Whenever album review. So I'd like to start it off describing a little bit why I chose the album and my familiarity with each artist because it's, it's super important. You as a person who's coming to this review might be a big fan of Suicide Boys or Travis Travis Barker or both and you have a certain relationship with each artist and preferences based on an understanding of all of the different things surrounding the artists and you know if you've been listening to them for like five years and you get to this point and this album drops maybe you're a huge fan maybe you're tired of it there's all sorts of different experiences that come into it whereas if 
this is your first Suicide Boys project, as is the case for me, you're going to have a completely different perspective, per se, than like a longtime fan. And I think that um, maybe some of the charm I can bring to the table is that I have never listened to a Suicide Boys album before this. That isn't to say I haven't heard their music before. Um, I've heard a few of their tracks, I've seen a couple of their live things, and I'll be honest with you, I totally prejudged on their name and their general gimmick in the the misunderstanding of it and i want to just admit that i I was a hater i was being a hater because they they look kind of corny at at face value i'm not not trying to be a shit here or disrespectful but like when you you first look at what they do it's like okay and then um, i'm 31 right so my emo phase was like 15 years ago and i do think that they're really cool for that niche but that was a long time ago uh, that part of my life so i guess i just didn't take their artistry very seriously at first on the other hand this is a co-project as you know because of the little x which means the two artists are like co-artists on this like they share the album artist credits which is a really cool trend i like that i like this thing where people are just making albums together and it's like so much more open than like the label politics of yesteryear um but yeah travis barker on the other hand might be my absolute favorite drummer in the world and mostly because he does things like fucking make beats and drum for the fucking suicide voice so when i saw that collab i got hit with a group that maybe i went out of my way a little bit too much to not listen to and then travis barker who i go out of my way to find because he's brilliant to me like i don't know how to express how much i appreciate travis barker's drumming especially like when it's on a hip-hop track there's just this this chemistry and this energy he brings like he's just absolutely stellar and fantastic i i can't describe enough how much i enjoy his music so i guess doing this track got my attention or this album got my attention i didn't even see the singles or anything i wasn't really paying that much attention at that point but i look at the album releases every week to see what's coming out on the friday just you know try to find what our new album's gonna be for the week and then i saw this and i just it was an ep i couldn't resist i i said i'm gonna give it a real listen and that's what uh we got to this moment and so I can tell you that I went from going into this as an absolute fucking hater, expecting to really not like it, to honestly, I don't look like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm in a bad mood time on this album. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to actually get into this for a couple of reasons, which we'll get into once we start talking about it. So on that note, let's take a look at this cover. It's this uh, orangey color, and I love the lettering that just has nothing uh, left or nothing. Sorry, it's got each uh, song title on it. I have the genius open in front of me, but the titles live fast, die whenever. And then for like each time they release the song, they would just use the same album cover, but like update the lettering, which is smart. And the reason I understand why they did this, it has to do with uh, the policies of releasing albums on as like singles and shit on like shit like spotify so i went through a whole experience where i had to rebrand because there's some other dude that went with hsr and i had i wanted to be hsr but that guy's already there and he's a little bit more views than me so when people would go to that page it was a little bit confusing all of a sudden have my rap album as the most recent release and his fucking thing sitting there uh which is cool the dude's fine so i said all right i would rather have my own shit and so i had to rebrand and 
during that process, I discovered that the words that you use on your cover, the only words you're allowed to use, are the song title or the artist names. There can't be any other words. So, in the sense that if you have your main album cover and you want to release a single, you either got to come up with a unique design for every single single that you drop, because it's kind of like important for branding, or you do something as fucking clever as what the Suicide Boys and Travis Barker did here. And I'm saying this is like hats off. I might steal this fucking idea. It's so good, clever, um, by using it, not necessarily the style, but like the idea of having a base at the bottom here. There's these people with the hoods and shit, but then having the legs at the top allowing you to basically keep the consistent branding of the album being the people and the styling of the lettering but changing the the letters to represent each song title that you want to release as a single as far as like modern marketing goes i'm like motherfucking hats off like hang on hang on i have to take my hat off i don't even care if my hair looks a little bit fucking messy and shit that's how fucking good that shit is like it is like part of my day job is to know that this shit is really good and whatnot um anyway uh i guess the title's cool live fast die whatever so it kind of has no real aspiration to die young which i like a little bit more than live fast die young it's always been a kind of dumb thing i kind of want to get old but like die whatever is kind of a good middle ground right between getting old and like uh you know dying young it's just i'm gonna live my life and not worry about when i die and should it come it comes and i'm cool with that and i suppose that i really appreciate that way of living it's it's actually a step up from live fast die young and and it has a little bit of meaning reflecting you know you think suicide boys you, you want some like pointlessness to like the meaning like if they had been like life is peachy and it wasn't ironic that would be a little bit weird so this title is is pretty good i like it and anyway nothing has to really go there so i think it's about time to get into this project so why don't we get into the first song which is uh killing two birds with 22 stones so what you probably don't know is that i'm on a conquest or you don't i don't know if it's a conquest but i would love new metal to come back i'm a huge advocate of this genre of music that appeals to people my age because when we was young new metal popped and thrived for a while and then the people older than us and younger than us didn't seem to like new metal quite the way that we do but i suppose now that we're all like 30 and able to make some shit happen we're bringing that motherfucker back like you do you re you bring that revival before it goes away forever and i don't say this sarcastically i know i come off sarcastic but i'm being sincere as fuck here you can check out my twisted review that i put out recently if you think i'm full of shit like i literally praised new metal the same way there i can't think of another one i did recently but just just in case you're doubting me um so when i hear that chorus that hey kids let's go to church and they're screaming it out with the energy um and the the really intensity of the music the so apparently this is featuring james monkey schaffer who's the corn guitarist a new metal band i don't care if they like the label or not um it is absolutely like riveting to me to hear this like i just kind of got into it uh right away it catches my attention so the first couple of times i listened to it i think i went through this this is whack because i was being a hater until i realized this is new metally fucking dope shit in terms of the sound and then when i listen to their rapping and their singing 
they're fucking tight all right they're on point like these are guys who i mean given their catalog have put in a significant amount of practice into this craft at this point and you can just hear the proficiency in both of their rapping um i was i was really impressed i really was and then so i was looking at genius because the lyrics are there and it helps me when i talk about like the review to to quote it and i saw that lil oozing is there and i'm like what the fuck is a lil oozing and then it turns out that it's scrim and ruby the cherry but this has lil uzi and Northside shoddy so i'm sitting there going what in the fuck is going on here i was a little bit confused i'm not gonna lie i spent I had to tangent away from listening to the album i had to go look into this and it turns out that these inventive motherfuckers right here have a whole bunch of aliases like a lot and i had to find this little cheat sheet so at some point over here hopefully it flashes up and you can see my little cheat sheet just to give you an idea of like how many aliases they each have like we're talking more than 10 for each fucking dude and uh i, I got really impressed at this point because as a person who appreciates music i love it when artists kind of create lore and worlds and and show their more inventive sides and i guess i realized that like if these suicide boys are these two like schizophrenic crazed out dudes who embody all of these different personalities and shit well that's right up my alley and the fact that people hate them for their shocking image and shit because i saw that there are motherfuckers who are hating them like old me like me of two years ago was hating on them for their name and just assuming they knew some shit about their content and i bet their contents i would i would find it corny and i say that because maybe i'm a little bit too old to fully like the edgier side of what they do however i'm not trying to dismiss that as an invalid thing i'm saying that i'm trying to recognize my age and all of this and how that does turn me into a little bit of an old fogey still I mean, listen, remain in the earth, dirt filling up my hearse. When I die, bury me like 10 more feet beneath. So if I come back from the dead, I'll be trapped. And I'm just sitting there going, uh, okay, listen, they rap really well. As far as the content goes, this shit might not be for me. However, I can hear the horrorcore in it, right? Like I can hear the like inspiration from a lot of shit I've listened to and reviewed on this channel. So I can actually really appreciate where they're coming from now this is just like a fucking kind of horror movie for like more of a depressed angle i really liked when uh lil oozing who let me check my cheat sheet here is okay i have no fucking idea which one's which on this i'm i'm really sorry guys like they are super fucking versatile voices and um that's not a bad thing i just i couldn't figure it out they're not on this list i'm confused but yeah so i really like when he's like screaming i want to be free and released i want to be free of defeat lace up my cleats in a fucking retreat and i'm like listening to this and i'm going all things considered this just sounds like people who are struggling with some shit that like are expressing that negativity in the way that you're supposed to express your negativity and shit i mean the evidence right next to me chalk outline the rest will see he's dead so just let him be I don't have a lot to comment on that it, it's very fine it's it flows well i think that you're not listening to suicide boys because they're like the sickest fucking lyricist in the world though because while i might not enjoy 
that side of their music as much the way that they deliver it the fucking energy to it the tightness the everything else every other fucking metric that beat the hook is fucking great the release the fucking dubs and i'll shoot them one by one being screamed out while the scarecrow and ruby the cherry hover around us like the dying and buried bouncing back and forth like that's my shit i love it it is so good to listen to i just couldn't care less about the lyrics quite as much like we got the north side shorty the other one um hit the seventh ward might get frostbite on the day i die leave me be in the sunlight let the vultures feast on what's left of mine like it's super imaginative and it's tight and it follows all the rules of like you know rhyming and doing it right but yeah it's just not really for me on that front that's okay though because i actually would go ahead and bump this again and again i think this has like this fucking energy to it that like from a sound perspective really really appeals to me and i gave this shit a 4.35 on 5 i i was surprised with how much i actually like the track on that note let's move on to the second one which is called sour grapes so i love how different this song sounds like we are not at a point where this is going to be like a redundant boring experience which is always the fear when you come across a new act like is it going to be great across songs and yo this comes in proper uh they're each using a different persona so in verse one it's odd enough which is rudy the cherry ruby the, the cherry and slick sloth which is scrim and so this one was a little bit easier for me to figure out um i really enjoy the lyrics to this one more it feels like a more powerful like flow to it which i can get behind like lasting longer than a prison sentence odd enough stay reinvented reinvented demon presence now my presence deemed offensive and i heard that and i thought about it like with all of these personas and then i thought about all of the times i defended people like icp and other maybe weird music that was hated on by others for like the shit he's saying here and i'm like damn in a sense suicide boys is doing everything that 18 year old me thinks is fucking cool and i just kind of clicked in that moment and i'm like oh interesting the rest of it kind of flows in and i i don't know trying to win by losing twice i can't pick one soothing vice because i'm a heathen hook for life refuse advice choose suicide and then i realized holy shit like 15 year old me was writing this shit the same kind of maybe not as intelligent because i didn't know what heathen meant and shit but like the same tone and so i kind of like connected to it in a sense of relating to the feelings that they might be feeling that leads them to writing this shit and i was like okay i get why people connect to suicide boys i'm in that group of people again it's a little bit like not i'm not jumping down with joy for it but i think there's some real depth to what they're doing that might not be so apparent unless you might actually like to connect to this kind of shit in general but i can't say that i wasn't listening to music about slitting your wrists um back when i was young so why the fuck am i gonna judge that shit now i'm not implying this song per se but i do believe somewhere on this project somebody does try to slit their wrists or mentions it um i really love the flow on the second verse the lucifer coming straight out of hell slow down slickety slot the butterfly turning back to a mouth whoa now i just like the way he delivers that shit is pretty fucking fire it has its energy to it like i said and it just i don't know man there's something about the vibe to it the beat everything they bounce off of it so well like 
again i must say that we're at a point where lyrically it's not 100 percent my favorite but this one is stronger however i like the sound of it i feel like a little bit less than the last one um i gave this song 4.25 but i want to just comment on more bars that i thought were interesting when he goes so fuck off and don't ask me about no fucking drugs who else wouldn't try to numb up fuck rap fuck money fuck all your companies take the strap reload now death is my company i'm like I kind of appreciate the fact that people like imagine going to an interview right and you create all of this artwork and shit and then like the one thing these motherfuckers ask you about is if you do drugs or if you fuck groupies it's like it's basically like telling this person that you're interviewing that you don't give two fucks about like their music or who they are or what they think about you want to hear some stories about popping zannies and getting blowjobs and shit like it's just you're, you're turning these people into like tabloidy shit instead of saying yo talk about the environment that you grew up that may have led to you wanting to write some shit you know like what's the meaning behind it why did you get to this place what is talk about like the 30 personas you folk have created like you know what i'm trying to say so i appreciate the way that in this world especially with how vapid everything is i mean a lot of people escape in a lot of ways like something like 50 percent of montreal consumes marijuana on a semi-regular basis at least like adults not kids but that's a crazy number if you add in all the people who also drink wine there's probably like most of us adults not being sober and that's just the truth of a situation anyway i do appreciate that these guys kind of come in with that simplicity but it feels like they're just keep trying to just say whatever do the like it, it's not it's almost like every song is this opportunity to like take on a different persona and try something new and i feel that creativity through their music which again caught me completely off guard that's totally fine i could understand even considering the hater i used to be why they're saying shit like don't trust anyone with an exclamation point so i just had to um comment on this guy austin bullock who on the genius website kind of said they went into detail about the hardships and benefits of being considered and feel as if they are lone wolves now i would say that this song does explore the topic of say being a lone wolf and not liking other people I will also say that the word count on this song does not qualify for detailed. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. Crucify me wearing FTP. FTPs fuck the population. That's a fashion brand that they support. So that's really cool. I like the fact that they shut out their peeps. That's actually pretty dope. Cadillac swerving like it's necessary. Ru Ruby over here has a Cadillac and it's, uh, I guess, or he's swerving in it. Roll the window down, peeking out. Carbon monoxide is leaking out. That's a clever way of talking about smoke, you know, because marijuana creates like fire and fire creates carbon monoxide. I digress. Paranoia turns me into spooky to scary. So I guess he's really stoned. So he's flipped into this next character. This is what I'm interpreting. But what's crazy is it's now he's adopted his character spooky to scary. I'm, I'm guessing because his voice changes and that's when i got motherfucking impressed now i don't often like to bring up my own music on this shit because it's not relevant but i went through the experience recently of recording a verse where i i basically flipped my voice 
to like four separate distinct voices in one single take and it sounds like he's doing it in one single take too which is fucking talented i might be wrong maybe they're not i'm, I'm gonna believe that they're doing this in like a one take because it, it's cooler that way but to actually switch up your voice like that and then if you go down to like the second verse where scrim has like fucking four characters and each of them has a distinct voice or whatever it's it's really really impressive to me i i'm just saying from like a technique point of view you can't you can't knock what they're doing from a sound perspective it's really fucking good this song is fine in terms of lyrics too like uh i don't know like roll the wind i said all that part but like I don't know, like, roll on down, don't knock the slogan, suicide for life, bitch, the clock is broken, and try to approach me, trying to hit my roach, and hoping we can go to the liquor store, if it's open, what you think, we gonna become fucking friends, it's hopeless, better think again, solo till the end, I thought that was interesting, right, so, like, they clicked up, they created their things, they got their slogan, they got their brand, they're out there in the world with people, and then people are kind of, like, hitting them up, and like, yo, let's go to the store, let's do some shit, and he's like, nah, I prefer to be alone, and I don't want to fuck with you, I don't care, and I appreciate that, and my, this is the part where I'm like, yo, at my age, I'm like, I don't know that I, I care that much if, like, 80% of my future is spent alone in a room, that, that's okay with me, not like a prison room, but like, the kind of room, like recording, or watching some movies, or, I don't really watch a lot of movies, but TV shows, I'm like, running through some shit, you know, like, I'm okay with that, the social side of life is just taxing, in my opinion, and well, that's why there's this many videos on this channel in such a short period of time span. Look at the length of the videos before you judge me. Um, anyway, I don't know why I said that. Sometimes I just kind of like spit it off free because that's that's what this show is. Um, I really do like the second verse, though. The chorus is, is probably the only part of the song I find a little bit not my favorite. There's the screaming out, don't trust anyone over and over again i'm okay with it like it grew on me the more i listen to it i can picture it live and everybody screaming it out i, I like it's got a good energy ruby has an excellent voice for this sort of thing i guess i just trust people so it's a hard chorus for me to empathize with but i also empathize with why they're screaming it out because the truth is there are lots of people i no longer trust and a lot of people who might have you know given given me reason to relate to why they're singing this out i i can i can understand why most people especially on the more famous variety end up feeling this way the second verse is is just great like crucify me reincarnated i am the lion riding solo till i'm in the dirt switch now nah, meals above all of the skies will fall when i rise from the earth switch and then like each time it's flow switching and now they're gonna keep me in an ak and keep me a tech gray to the gray tank on my neck truth or dare and i'm just like this is such a well-executed, really cool, like, thing that's going on on this track in terms of what's there. So I give it a 4.35. I'm truthfully impressed with the overall energy, the tone of these guys, the, the imaginative world of it. I'm still not really feeling the lyrics per se, but that's just my taste and preference and what I'm interested in. But as you also know, individuality was so last year. All right. So we start off with young Christ, who is Scrim, and he takes one to the head as he's home alone. That's fine. I can't turn a stone without some bones creeping up on my clothes. Jones and Fina itching, shaking, mentally unstable, no cable. And you know what? I started really thinking about it again because I feel like 
it's hard for me to not want to criticize this inherently because it sounds kind of cheeky and cheesy but then I, I realized that they keep painting these pictures of like these depraved situations and people and if they're just playing a bunch of characters and there are this many mentally unstable folk out there i mean i don't know if there's a bad if that was a bad way to put it there's a lot of people dealing with shit i deal with shit so like to hear people just trying to even make an effort even if it's a little dramatical to like talk about how maybe not everybody's okay that's that's cool because there are totally days where i kind of feel like jones and fiending itching shaking mentally unstable like those are lyrics that resonate in my mental state sometimes in just day and now like when you i don't know as you'll get older i guess it just gets harder not to say that you don't get better at it but it doesn't really get easier in my experiences at least um so i like this one lyrically it really kind of hit me you know days of me and cherry working out the motherfucking shed to get up out my toxic bed forsaking the firstborn and watch the rest fall i clients wishes of me changing my past never had a fighting chance i made a lot of mistakes i can remember like i feel like this is just talking about younger me to a point and i and that was really kind of cool to get and then young plague uh there's this chorus you scream leave me alone leave me alone and then it takes the when i die i want a mural painted on me sung out line as part of the chorus which is also the first line of the second verse now what i thought was super cool about this verse is he kind of describes how they're like he wants a mural painted of him or he's doing something fucking disgusting or whatever with a halo like he's a broken person but he's really got a good heart or whatever but really he kind of wants to paint it on a building which would inevitably get like destroyed or torn down but that's totally cool because then pieces of him will be all over the city and whatnot and then yeah then the idea it's like ashes to ashes i'll turn to dust before i join the crowd and that's it interesting lyric at the end i thought because it kind of plays up off in a building but even if we just think about ashes to ashes i'll turn to dust before i join the crowd that's also like saying i'm gonna fucking do me before i conform to these masses and that's like the deepest shit i think i found on this album it's like i would rather stay true to myself than actually sell out and i can tell you that i literally dress like this in an office place and i don't play the game the way i'm supposed to so that lyric i totally relate to um i mean no part of my life is conventional so i like this i find at this point i was really starting to relate to them more and appreciate them more as i was listening to it this one i gave a 4.25 mostly because i wasn't feeling the beat as much i wasn't feeling the energy quite as much and we're talking about like i'm liking these songs like this far apart this is really a consistent album where i do believe you're either gonna love it or hate it but I think that if you at all dug new metal at some point in your life, this is absolutely something you should check out. Um, but yeah, 4.25, totally fine. And let's talk about the melon and aliens are ghosts. It is not often I get to talk about Anthony Fantano because he's never relevant to the albums we're talking about and I don't watch his reviews or anything. I don't watch any reviews before I do my review because I feel like that shit could bias me. And in general... I go into the long form review and he kind of does the summary thing. So I actually have come to really appreciate his opinion on things, although I often disagree with him because I don't feel that Anthony Fantano listens to the album as many times as I do. 
but he reviews more shit but i'm coming for him as the internet's uh, busiest music nerd because i'm a fucking music nerd and i'm fucking busy I'm coming for you melon head um on that note this song is definitely a, a really cool one. I really thought it was strong. So it starts off with Fantano kind of making fun of them, you know, parsed out on this rippity dippity dippity rippity dippity dippity triplet flows. The soil by his formula is pretty obvious at this point, whether it's because you've heard some of the duels previous EPs or your, you know, whatever. So basically, it's Fantano's criticisms of them. I mean, I'm certain he said good shit too, but this is kind of what I guess they're responding to it or using it in like such a clever way. It's like saying, yeah, we hear what you're saying. I'm then writing a song. So then you just get Seventh Ward Lord, which I believe is Ruby, and he's going, um, Seventh Ward swerving, white bends, wheels turning, rose gold chrome, accents on the rims, picture perfect, no destination, much just wait and see where we end up, burning zones, burning up the ozone, but. I'm going, what the fuck does this have to do with Anthony Fantano or anything? It's just like Fantano's there. Like, it's almost like saying we're aware. We watched it. And then we wrote this fucking songs. Um, so, I don't know. I don't fuck with life forms on this planet, bitch. You out of luck. I got better shit to do. Like, sip the lines up in my cup. I ain't sharing pints. Stay tucked. Waste my whole life hunting ducks. I don't know really what the verse is. It's just flossy to me. And it sounds extremely good. This is one of my favorite beats. This is my second favorite beat on the album. It is really strong. It's it's so good to enjoy. The last two uh, prior to this had the corn guitarist guy. But this one does not. And not to say that he made the beats worse. But this one is just to me stellar. The way it flows on through. And then Anthony on top of it. He just kind of sounds good. Like it, it's, it's a good move. And a good look for Suicide Boys in my opinion. Um, the second one is a uh, scrim being a little half cut and he goes, I'll be that rotten garbage crawling out the ditch, snitches, uh, stitches for a snitch, bodies in the fridge, blades scraping, great aping, banging on my fucking chest. And I'm like, okay, I don't know that I again care for like the style they've chosen in terms of their poetry, but I admire and respect their poetry for what it is because it just follows all the good rules. It's all the things you're supposed to do. The flows are fucking proper. And I like it. I like this song. You know, I give it a 4.4 on 5. So far, this is my favorite song on the album. I think it it's really like you can really just, again, hear their skill because every song has kind of brought a variation to flow, to rhythm, to style. It's kind of the opposite of, I guess, Anthony Fantano's criticism. It's almost like they went out of their way to prove how versatile they can really be and i don't know if that's what they were trying to do but like i'm talking about the whole project because if you think about the project there's no way that some of the criticisms done or the set at the very beginning at least with following some formula or shit i mean i don't know maybe i'm wrong i haven't listened to their like 20 something eps and stuff so i don't really know but i'm just saying from my point of view this was an exciting thing to come across anyway one more song to listen to and i'll be honest part of why i wanted to like talk about this is because i watched uh fantano's video where he kind of like was flattered and and kind of trying not to gloat about the fact that they sampled him but it was a good video uh, on that note one left and then there's nothing left nothing left this is a punk song this is an excellent fucking pucks punk song when you see travis barker this is something you hope for deep down in your soul that some of this shit's gonna come out of them and it can't they went in 
I mean, they went in with the speed, with the intensity, with the, the hard-hitting guitars and shit. It was just, it was just all there. And then Norman Atomic, who is Ruby, just starts screaming, Suicide, suicide, it's like a mess, suicide. And the human race, just like dinosaurs, I can't decide. And I'm like screaming it out. And it's fast. And it's like destruction of the world and shit. And it's just chaotic. And it's just brilliant. And he said, dinosaurs. This is hitting a lot of checklists of awesome in my life. Um, I don't know if, like, again, I mean, look. This kind of lyrics over punk music reminds me a lot more of what I grew up with. And I can't, I mean, I listen to emo and shit because I was a mid-2000s teenager. But like still, this is fucking ridiculous to me. This was so good. Um, the chorus is possibly my favorite part where it goes, War, power, sickness, death, famine, terror, toxic sex, hate, fear, greed, stress, fire, ashes, nothing left. And if you think about it, they really are just kind of criticizing the overall social situation of life. This is what we see in the news every day. This is all the destructive forces out there in the world. And as it keeps happening, well, we're going to end up with nothing left. It's powerful. It's strong. And I'm like, it's punk as fuck. This is good. Uh, the second verse with Anthony Mars or Scrim, uh, spit in my face, kick me when I'm down, leave me to drown, lords at the underground, trash my brain, bash in my skull, pass me the gun, I'll make, and it's just, somehow, over this music, I just like the lyrics a lot more, like, if the whole album had sounded like this, this would have been, like, my album, I don't know how else to describe it, really, but the speed, the intensity, everything about it just makes it more awesome to me i really even the language like nails in my hands nails in my feet crucify me crucify me penetrate my ribs with with the blade call on the grays then let us pray i don't know over like seriously fast punk music it just it just fits better for me in my like preference world so i was absolutely astonished with this song and how fucking good it was and i give it a five on five i really really like this one blew me away excellent way to end the project super good song um so yeah that's the end of this little review uh i really really liked the suicide boys and travis barker live fast i whenever project i gave it a 4.43 on five this is like this new metal hybrid-esque trap uh experience where their lyrics while being a little on the let's say more emo side of life fit in the way that they do their thing the fact that they have all these different characters that they siphon through and all that cycle through and all that shit is awesome most importantly these dudes rap like motherfucking talented dudes who know how to spit like at first i thought they were just kind of like whatever but when you really listen to the technique the rhythm the way they enunciate everything the versatility and the way that they have multiple voices and styles that they can come with I mean, shit, they're just, they're, they're doing it all right. They just happen to be rapping about some shit that, like, you would expect from, honestly, horrorcore. I, I, nothing about this is weird to me. Like, the one I really thought about it, I'm like, okay, they just combined a certain degree of different elements in a combination that popped. Um, they do remind me a bit of Twisted, and I like Twisted more than them. But at the same time, I feel their distinction, and I don't want to, like, really make a huge comparison there, but I did feel that comparison. 
anyway that's all i got to say about that so thank you all for watching i totally look forward to seeing what y'all have to say in the comments about this um yeah i'll answer you if you make that effort we can have a little conversation feel free to subscribe to the channel for more reviews you can uh hit that like button if you feel like doing so and uh special thanks to the patrons it's me like a damn see chris prado jonathan barnes cj black hurricane and linda williams they support what we do they helped us get a better camera and uh if you want to join us up in there you can tell us any album that you want us to review and we'll do it uh this week we're actually doing a patreon request and uh, that'll come out next week so Anyway, yeah, if you want to support us, it's a great way to do it. You'll also get access to content early and shit like that. Um, anyway, we also make music up on this channel, so you can check it out on here. You can, uh, you know, check the description of this video also. And that's about all I got to say. And I look forward to getting to more albums and seeing y'all again soon.